Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including the promised Neverland, which we'll be heading into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Andy Potter. Hello. April Collins. Hello. And Steve Zeck. Hello. Yes, it's time for more The Promised Neverland. We got a big one here this week, episode 8 of The Promised Neverland, 2 45 Um... Watch it if you have not actual big spoilers. I mean, the show always does big spoilers. So uh, make sure you've seen all eight episodes of The Promised Neverland. We're covering the show, not the manga. We don't know manga spoilers. Steve has read the manga of the people yeah. on this podcast. The rest of us have not. Don't put uh, dead to us. Don't put spoilers yeah. in the comments of the website. Even, uh, yeah, even if any of us like nails like guesses something right, don't confirm that we guessed something right. Yeah, don't right. confirm either. Yeah. No, people have been great in the comments. But also <laughs> overlyanimated.com, youtube.com slash overlyanimated. Subscribe to our anime feed or our YouTube tonight miss future promised neverland podcast okay we got to get into this huge episode andy what were your reactions to this episode wow a lot happened this episode i thought the big thing in this episode was crone dying which was insane that scene was crazy like tense and like the flashbacks were very surprisingly emotional and i really liked the way it was juxtaposed with them eating dinner like that was really messed up like the kids like shoving food in their mouth and yeah. crone getting essentially eaten by a demon um But then we get the next half of the episode, and they really slow-rolled how creepy Isabella is. Because she is so scary this episode. Every moment she is on screen, I am terrified. And every moment she's not on screen, I'm terrified she's watching from just off screen. It's crazy. And that snap. Like, I... I like was shocked by the snap before I even realized what it was that it was Emma's leg. Like I was just, it was crazy how loud it was. I don't know where they're going from here, but they have taken a turn and I am right there, like waiting to see how this goes. I am really excited about next week. Very, yes. The, the hype, the hype is on the, I think the uh, playing pretend is over. And uh, yeah. yeah, the big, big Isabella breakout episode. I love, I love that that uh, how comments on how scary she is all, all times there. April, what did you think of this episode? Okay, so yeah, there was a lot of feelings because when I first watched this episode, I was so caught up in it, and at the end of it, I was like, I didn't watch that. Like none of that happened. It wasn't real. I screamed when Isabella snapped Emma's leg, and like. Like, I thought the whole, like, the crone part of it was, like, the episode, and then it kept going on, and I was like, oh, no, there's still things to take place. Like, where do you go from here? And so I was, like, already hyped from, like, all of the crone scenes, which I think that was all very, very well done. Like, I loved the sort of, like, sequencing between, like, the children eating and then, you know, crone sort of fighting off the demon and then, like, the sort of, like, visual story of, like, crone, like, training to become a mother or become a sister or whatever it is. Um, Like, I thought that was all super well done. And then, goodness gracious, Isabella, I love how much you horrify me. Um, Again, like, I'm hats off to like people who did all of like the character work and everything because like it's all of those like little subtle things and like the way she like talked and moved and looked that just like added to like the horror factor of this and I have no idea what's going to happen anymore because I thought we were only uh shipping out kids but apparently we're shipping out adults too um so here we are and I I cannot wait for next week's episode I just can't like I need it now are they going to eat crone? I guess they might. I, I guess they I are. feel like that's a waste of food. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> just, give it to the, just give it to the poor. People aren't food, April. Oh, <laughs> April in April. this show, they are. Yeah, they clearly I like that, are. That, that, that's how, what April's mad about. They're wasting food. Not wasting. that someone's dead. Yeah, if, they, if they don't want they don't want to eat crone, they just give it to those demons from the first episode. Yeah, that's true. We did see the poor demons, yeah. Um, We see two demons, I don't discuss who they are, but... um, Okay, Steve, what were your reactions here? Wow. Well, the Isabella show is on the air. Um, You know, I was um, shocked, though, how how just scary Isabella can be, and how pretty much she was was like 10 steps ahead of everybody. Um, And can I just say I want to compare it to one character? Should I just do it now or later? Uh, let's save it. Okay. Okay, save I'll it. save it for later. Uh, but I, 
I tell you though, I did when Chrome was in that area when she got killed. I thought for a second, I knew she was going to die, but I thought she was going to die a different way. I thought maybe that fence was just going to fall, just impel her alive. It's going to fall on her. You know that, you know that fence. <laughs> she was game. up against the. Uh, okay, yes, I yeah, thought. Yeah, yeah, I thought she was just going to get stabbed to death through the fence. You're going to stab her right uh. through her torso. I mean, I don't think any of us predicted death by flower stab. <laughs> yeah, no, you know? that, that's for sure. <laughs> well, flower power. You know what they said? Who said? <laughs> <Flower power. laughs> but uh, but Isabella though she she could be one of my favorite villains after like certain other shows we're watching with certain villains like. Uh, I won't mention names like a show about a dragon, which has sort of a villain we kind of don't care. He's not too good, but Isabella makes up for it. So, yeah, okay, Isabella. That's, that's a weird comment. Isabella makes up for Viren, but okay. Um, <laughs> They're sure. not the same show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought you compare it to uh, Croy from. Uh, no, no, I don't know. That's not a character I want to compare her to. I want to compare her to. Um, Croy's a good comparison too, but I was thinking more of Azula. It's book two Azula, how she oh, was mm. like, she's one step ahead of everybody. That's, I, I, yeah, I can see that a little bit. Yeah, she does seem to be, Isabel, it's like, okay, she, originally she seemed like a huge threat. And then I feel like slowly she dropped off our radar a little bit. It's like, okay, we found her secret room. We, uh, you know, we have Ray and Ray's tricking her. And it's like, okay, she, she's not, you know, maybe Crone's more of a threat. Maybe it's the demons outside. But here it's like, oh, okay, we were underestimating Isabella a lot. I think at this point she, she seems to be in control of basically everything that's happening. Um, this, this, this like episode makes me like like the last six episodes more because it feels like they were just purposely like uh, downplaying so much just so they get this reaction out of this episode. Yeah, I, de- I really definitely, yeah, I definitely sure. think they're downplaying Isabella, and I think it's pretty brilliant. Yeah, it's because uh, how like how do you get us to be surprised by Isabella being menacing? Considering how me- how like after the first episode we were like, oh my god, Isabella, like mom, like what's up, what's up with her? Like she's Not uh, mom. She, yeah, like we, that's the, this was our our first episode podcast. We're like, oh, she's the most interesting character. She's so uh, menacing like and then what they did is just a lot of work in slowly downplaying that over time and the payoff is here when she comes back into the forefront uh, i do think it's really good yeah i think this is like the uh the third episode that's really stood out to me of this show along with the the, the first one and the the, the traitor reveal episode and- um i think i think there's a lot uh th- this is what i kind of want from promise never i want a lot happening and i want Ooh, demons because yeah. we got some demons you know, it- it's, it's, it's so many chapters were adapted this episode because it's, it's someone said Isabel did a lot this episode, but if you read like the manga, like week by week, she didn't really do much at a time. So this one episode all scrammed together. It's like a big uh, binge. Interesting, Interesting that they combined a lot of chapters. Yeah, yes. I, I could see that because it moves so fast, such fast pace. Yeah, it's like the crone stuff is the first half. Then it's like, oh wow, there's half of an episode to get to. Um, but but I like that a lot because it feels like they're be, they're willing to make changes so that the show works better in this medium. Oh, yeah. like I really I, like that. Yeah, I I think I would say maybe that the. I mean, I haven't read the manga. My guess is that the. Not that the show is ever bad, but the reason why the middle part of up until now was maybe a little bit weaker is because we're being too uh, strictly adhering to the manga. Because I think yep. we just jump around a lot in episodes. There's kind of too much happening, too much to take in. And it's like, oh, we're just going scene by scene through the manga. That's what it felt like. Have I, um, have I mentioned before that Crone's doll is anime only? Is not yes, in the manga? Did, yeah, you did mention yeah. that. That's really yeah. interesting because they bake that into all the flashbacks here. That's very, that's uh, like, this episode yeah, seems really ca- carefully constructed for the show, which I love. Um, yeah, I think the crone parts of this episode are fantastic. I think the, the flashbacks while she's, she's dying, they're really, really, I, you know, that's, I'm, I'm clearly going to love that stuff. Um, the second half of the episode, I think, is a little bit less successful, but still really, I think it's more interesting than good. Like, I think the, uh, it's like the, the breaking Emma's leg, I think it's like more, uh, more interesting than it was. I don't know if it was necessarily a fantastic TV moment, but it was like, uh, it, it was, it, there's a lot to talk about coming from it. Um, yeah. last episode, uh, I thought was good. But I was frustrated by how much hidden information there was. There's a lot that um, the show presented that we really don't understand. This episode maintains the same hidden information. However, it's not important. This episode does a better job of not frustrating me and therefore the audience (laughs) with not knowing what Isabella's second weakness is, what the pen is. The pen is more of an Easter egg than it is a plot mm. point. So I, I really like, like, this show's always going to have things hidden from us, but I like how this episode handles it a lot better than previous ones. This, this episode actually adds more hidden things, Dylan, because Crone puts that box inside Ray's... The box as well. As yeah. well yeah. as the pen. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, Still don't truly understand the pen. <laughs> I don't either. No. Yeah. I um, wonder if the pen is sort of a Gale out of jail free card when he gets uh, sent to the demons. We will we'll, we'll speculate on the pen, but yeah. Last my reaction last episode, last week's episode was, oh, the, uh, the the she found the thing under the the she's looking for something under the bed, and it was the note with the second weakness. Is that the thing that Norman saw that made him trust Ray? Like that, that made me flash back to that. I was like, oh, that was hidden information too, and we even hit on that. And I just ended up being really confused, and I think it wasn't uh, the greatest reaction. Although I did like last week's episode, I think this episode is um, focused and. Uh, and successful in uh, the specific stories that it's telling. You know, we have two segments. One is the crone section. The next is the Isabella section. And we are not hopping around. And I think the show is a lot more successful for that. You know, I kind of want to interest, you know, what history, if, if, her, if Isabella has any real history with grandma, with this grandma that we saw. Yeah, we'll talk about grandma. Yeah. I, yeah. I kind of wonder if she was like, uh, she, like when she, Isabella was a, was a girl, was she was sort of like the Emma to her Isabella Yes, we'll, we'll get into Grandma. I guess let, let's talk the crone half of the episode first, because uh, okay. uh, gra- Grandma is in there. Um, and Yay, Grandma! Yay! Yeah, we're, we're excited to see our loving Grandma here, right? Um, yeah. she, she mentioned, She's doing well. She does seem to be doing well. Mentioned last episode. Um, yeah, so the letter, we get the 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 res- resolution to the letter at the end of last episode. It's saying that Crone is appointed the mom of Plant 4, but instead of being happy, she is upset at this, um, Crone. And I guess she was right because it was a trap. Is yep. that the or or yeah. was they going to make her a mom and she reacted badly? So then they killed her or were they planning to kill her the entire time? I hmm. wonder if uh, like like they told grandma told Isabella that Crone was going to plant for because it seems like grandma also has like this whole like ski like grand scheme of things kind of going on too Mm. and so i sort of took it as that um like grandma told isabella that she you know crone's going to plant four but grandma all along intended to kill her i i I don't know isabella seemed like she knew crone was yeah. It was a goner. Is, her- is, Isabella immediately after says to Ray, I eliminated Crone. But that is a little bit of talk because it seems to have been like at least like grandma like right like what's it was grandma's idea or at least grandma approved her plan. Maybe she pitched it to grandma and then grandma yeah. approved it. Um, it seems like she's playing it up a little bit. So it could be not true. But she does. She at least knew what was happening. Um, Isabella. Yeah. Did. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's it's it seems like they're on the same page, but it's not clear like if that page was to trick her all along. I guess it was. I, That's the implication. I, the way I read it was that Grandma decided to kill her because she reported the kids. Because the whole thing that Isabella kept telling Crone was, "Don't get involved in this. Just be a, the sister here." keeping yeah. track of the kids and as soon as crone gave her report on the kids escaping that's when grandma said we knew about this we're gonna kill you now mm-hmm. right so isabel only says that she eliminated her that could be eliminate her from the equation Take yeah the, that, make- that's and that's how i took that is that like i'm eliminating and when especially when she says it to ray and she says like i'm you know like i've eliminated her just like i've i'm like and you too meaning like i have no more use for you so like I'm not using you as my pawn necessarily anymore. Yeah, I think I think there's two. These are the two major readings. Either either it's like you guys are saying, and um, Isabella thinks she got her shipped off to be a mom somewhere else, and then Grandma makes the executive decision to kill her when she tries to uh, uh, rat on Isabella, or they're both planning on tricking Crone, and she was never going to be a mom. Yeah, um, I think the the show doesn't give us enough to point at one or the other, um, mm. but it's it's kind of the same thing either way. I, yeah. I, personally, I don't think Chrome was mom material. If I'd be honest, um, she's she's just very too emotional, and if it's a job as a mom is to keep things to to the vest, she's really not that very very good of a chess player as Isabella is. Um, yeah, I think I, 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 I like, I want, I want, part of me wants to say what makes mom material that's dumb, but I kind of, I, I also had that thought because Crohn's is very unhinged in the show. And I think this episode does convey that she wasn't always that way. Like in that she's very yeah. composed in the flashbacks. Yeah. I think Crone Crone uh, flew off the handle recently because of, 
um, this horrible situation that she's been in and she like reached a breaking point. I, I think like she was a standout student and she, like she had to have been in order to be selected as a mom, as we learned last week. So I think like uh, for some reason she she got this way uh, after being kept like where where is she where where is she pinned up until the show began right like uh yeah she, she held in a cell somewhere yeah and the way i saw it was i think i saw a little bit of like almost jealousy towards the kids like she realized she missed her chance to be free like they were in that kind of and like because mm-hmm. that was surprising to me that she seems to genuinely want them to escape that surprised me based on the past character well, that's it. i like that reading well, well not really i think because i think she's pretty really Mad, mad, you know, Isabella and Grandma and the demons. She probably hates them more than the kids, so she probably wants to see well, them get theirs. And it I could agree. also be I, like a a real, like a later realization thing. Like maybe in the moment that she was presented the opportunity to become like a mom, um, and to sort of save herself, she took it because, like, I mean, what kid really isn't gonna, you know, like, hey, you can die or you can become like or you can continue to live but you have to live under our rules like i would take that if i was presented that deal but then probably over time after like continuously watching like all of these kids be shipped out and everything like that like that that takes a toll on someone and so it sort of like makes sense that you know crone would eventually end up crazy or you know and then of course sort of want to side with the kids and like go ahead and escape kind of situation yeah. Uh, so you guys have. Uh, uh, this is interesting with this line when she. So Crone gets stabbed. She says she wants. Uh, she's rooting for the kids to escape. Andy said um, that uh, she maybe regrets not having tried that earlier. Steve said it was revenge on. Um, she wants uh, revenge on Isabella. I think those are both foul readings. I had a third reading of that. Like this is a really interesting. I thought this was oh, like really? a. I, I I thought this was like the game is like she's she's defeated. The game is over. The like the Game of Thrones political type game. And this is just the, this is like the human profound statement of like, wow, we're really screwed by these demons. I, I really hope that for the future of humans and for, for our, our people to, to succeed. Like, it's like this ex grand, uh, grand statement that she's making about like the veil has been lifted and she was forced to play these game by the demons. And now that she's lost, she can, her truly underneath, they all want to be free and they all do not want to be under demons control. Mm. I can see that. Yeah. Especially no. because yeah. like, like her, like her final words are, you know, like you like to play tag, so run and destroy this world. Yeah. So I, I can see it. Like I can, I'm more so on your side, Dylan, than anything. Just that she just wants this hideous place to be done with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like she's she's the latest victim of mm-hmm. whatever happened to to these humans in this world, and uh, yeah, and yeah, I I, th- I thought that was such a great way to to end her her character here, um, with like. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, you know she's she there's so much uh ch- ch- maneuvering and uh, zaniness with crone but underneath you know she like, like we su- i was gonna say she's just super sympathetic in the end yeah. like yeah underneath she is yeah. just this 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 human woman and we saw her flashbacks her as a kid and uh she's very human mm-hmm. crone's very humanized in this episode I think. yeah yeah um i don't know just me though um before because the last time we got a chance to talk about crone you think though the whole you have the uh, African American like black character have have the title sister. Don't you think that might have been a little too? We we, we present we presented some uh, criticisms of the Crone's design and stuff, and uh, yeah, I think I think all those still stand. Um, it probably I think... wouldn't it wouldn't work if it was a Western show. I think maybe Japan had yeah. Japan with characters of color is not great, and I think this is an example. Um, I do like that she was a complex character, and yeah. that we that, that has furthered mm-hmm. this episode with these flashbacks mm-hmm. of her. Um, and uh, yeah. by the way, Mich- apparently Michelle has some thoughts on uh, how the anime presented Crohn, so we'll get those next week. Um, oh, so the, the discussion yeah. will continue. But uh, yay, <laughs> yay! Uh, but yeah, okay, continuing the scene. So she's yeah, she's uh, going to Grandma at the the gate. She uh, gives her the note with Isabel's weakness on it, which we still do not know. Yep. Um So. Rule of, like, narrative. The more times you, like, present something in different narrative contexts that the audience is not aware of, the more frustrating it is. Um, there better be a good reason that we're not seeing what Isabella's second weakness is. Do you, like, do you think that... Well, I, okay. I can't remember what her first weakness is, so... I also but, don't know what that is. Right? I think the yeah. first weakness is that she has the thing... She can't leave the farm. She has the okay. thing in her farm. That's okay. the first weakness. I, so, would, like, would... In like a sense, her second weakness be later review revealed by Isabella herself is that she actually does love and care for the kids. Like oh. maybe on other farms they don't like 
maybe it's completely different. Like it's not like this in any way, shape or form. And so um, maybe it is literally more so like a farm, like the kids are locked up, like they're not not, like allowed to be free to run around that maybe they're fed. I like I'm picturing on a literal farm, maybe adapted more so to accommodate humans, but like maybe that's like Isabella's other weaknesses that she actually does care for the kids and because and with that because she produces you know these higher quality shipments that that's mm-hmm. why there's, she gets yeah, to continue on that way uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, that's possible i don't think the reveal there's like a reveal at the end of the episode like what the because she talks about that and that's really interesting character moment. she's like i actually uh, do love you you children but um i don't think that was like supposed an intent of the show to be revealing that weakness so i could definitely see it being related to that somehow I have no comment on that. Okay, thank you, Steve. Steve, <laughs> thank knows, you, Steve. Steve knows what the it is. So yeah, I cannot. Yeah. I, this time, I cannot separate what I know and just pretending I don't know because it's just I just can't. So I, okay, it's so actually I, yeah. her. Uh, it's in her left thigh. If you hit it just right, then <laughs> no, she's so I, paralyzed. I, 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 I think I think Steve just confirmed this is Phil related. That's a Phil related. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's definitely oh, Phil related. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, Isabella's weakness is Phil. <laughs> Phil, Phil is here. Phil uh, is in the episode. Phil's and... actual child. Has I do have, weakness. Say what you want about Phil, though. I do think he's, no. he's a little more adorable than Onion. So. No, no, no. Phil no. is much better than Onion, don't he? Uh... I hate you because every time <laughs> Phil comes on screen now, I just get irrationally mad. <laughs> it's, Steve's, it's definitely Steve's fault, yeah. Um, okay, so I'm we like, don't need to talk about it. There's no reason Phil to talk again. about it. <laughs> He's ever he's he's been in every episode since we started talking about him. I know so. he was in this episode like twice. <laughs> he's been in every episode. He was in the very first episode. He just wasn't named. We yet. just didn't notice him. And, and now, <laughs> yeah. now I guess we're. I guess it's a thing where you notice it now that you're aware. Of yeah, it. that's why yeah. I'm blaming Steve. Yeah, <laughs> Steve's fault. <laughs> Steve just <laughs> everything yeah. up. Okay. Um, the uh, yeah. So the report with Isabel's week. She also says that uh, the the kids know about the secret and they're trying to escape. And then um, Grandma's like, uh, well, you know, it's under control. So. Um, and then we see, uh, a flashback with grandma talking to a girl who's on top of the wall. That's my read on this. So my interpretation is grandma was once a mom and she had a similar situation where a kid was trying to escape, but she handled it or something. Maybe it was Isabella that was trying to escape. Maybe it was someone else, but, um, (gasps) yeah. That would be really, I didn't even consider that maybe that child up on the wall was Isabella. And so maybe that's also why, like, grandma has like the utmost confidence in Isabella. Cause she's like, look, if I could convince Isabella to stay, then somehow Isabella is going to convince these three children to stay, or at least handle the situation in, in such a way that like, they don't have to worry about them actually escaping. I, I had the same read that that person on the wall was Isabella as well. Like that was a flashback. Why did I not catch this? Well, so I, I was I still in shock. <laughs> I don't think it looked like Isabella. Like that was just like, Oh, well, the most interesting thing would, be if this was Isabel. I didn't think it looked like her, but it, like that would be, it would be narratively it was hard very to tell. interesting. Yeah. There was like glare and sunlight. It's also, it this also flashback tell. is like three seconds. Um, yeah. Oh, I got. Well, I got rewatch that. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's very it's very kind of weird, randomly inserted, but I like it because it gives us context for Grandma. It that heavily implies she was a mom. Um, I think yeah. that's good. Um, which I guess makes sense. And. Like, oh, you, shoot. you're a sister, then you become a mom, and then and your grandma. grandma. Wow, you yeah. your grandma. Up the yeah. family. Yeah. Um, she says it's under control, and Isabella is a necessary pawn for me, um, she mm-hmm. says. Um, so I I thought this made sense. This I, yeah. I, bought, I bought this response from Grandma here. Like, um, what does it really matter if the kids know? Like, Isabella, we know that she was the highest producing farm. We know that she had the previous relationship established with Grandma. Crone, this kind of unhinged person, she's not going to come in and unseat that um, just with what she gave her. Uh, I, th- mm-hmm. I, I think I think this checks out based on what we know. Yeah. I, told, I told you, Crone's like the star stream of this. <laughs> I I, I have nothing to say to that. <laughs> I don't know what that means, uh, but I assume it was Transformers. Same. It is, Transformers. Yeah. It is Transformers. I, don't okay. I know it's Transformers, and that's about as much as I got out of it. Okay. I'm like, a Transformers reference. Got it. Don't, yeah. I, There's I don't know no four reason characters. I don't know four characters. No, no, stop, stop, stop. Okay. <laughs> we um, yeah, I, it's, what do we think of Grandma here? We uh, she, So I'm like, is Grandma live with the demons? Like, is she one of the humans referenced last episode that actually does live outside the farms? Well, this whole episode, the, the flashbacks included, seems to imply that humans in general can live with the demons because there's multiple shots we get where people there's are just adult talking. males. Yeah, I've been there's adult males. The in, in, in the Crone flashbacks, 
Yeah, there's yeah. an adult man in the, in the Crone flashbacks talking to a demon. Oh. Yeah, there's okay. like a, yeah, and that's the guy that she gets the pen from. Yeah. And, and so I'm like, okay, there are like men who get to grow up. So what are the conditions? Like, how do they, how do they get to be? Right. So, so last episode, uh, we Breeders? Learned- <laughs> um, right that is yeah well i mean i think men would be the least necessary necessary component but um, i assume the demons could figure that out but uh it's 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 yeah last episode we learned that the um the the, the moms crone was a mom last okay so here's another comment i have last episode is a big exposition dump with confirming a lot we thought about where it was isabella previously a person in a farm and then when you you if you're like an upstanding student you can be graduate to be a mom um last episode is a big exposition dump and i think like the show's better when it's not exposition dumping us i think like this episode benefits from us learning stuff last episode because this episode doesn't like waste time uh catching us up on stuff it just uh, has interesting things happening yeah um so like last week's the setup this week's the payoff um yeah yeah, we, we were specifically referenced that there were adults that lived um that lived outside of the farms but crone didn't like had never seen them crone and herself had never been outside of the farms um Kern herself does not know how the world is like this um we learn all that um so mm-hmm. like i think this guy this the, the guy in the flashback yeah the, the the one with the pen drop that scene was very uh framed in a way which we didn't see what was happening really yeah um, we don't know the guy just kind of looked like a scientist type deal like yeah. stereotypical he scientist. could have been a doctor well yeah sorry doctor apologize that's what i meant he yeah could, so it, it, he could be uh it could be like norman's like and ready to Norman because Norman's very smart and he sort of, I think he had blonde hair. So, um, so there's yeah. no really, not really any basis for that, but I feel that they yeah. would they would they I would do like, that though. It was very like monochrome the yeah. scene. Yeah. So. I, I do think like if any character was related to like the elders, it would be Norman actually. But yeah. so it kind of checks <laughs> yeah. out. But um, Norman, interesting. We'll talk about Norman again. But, test tube uh, babies. Oh, I, I, I'm still on test tube babies. I, yeah. I definitely think test. Yeah, but yeah, we see we see these people outside. So that's interesting. Um, anyway, so. Yeah, Grandma, I I feel like Grandma, so if she was a mom, that means she was living on the farms, and she wouldn't have gone outside the farms, because presumably it works like Crone, and Crone is, is, was always on the farms. Um, but maybe she's graduated and is now uh, living along with the demons, like, like she they, referenced last well, week. Well, oh, they but, did say they could turn off the chip. Like, they mm-hmm. said they could. Yeah. The other the other thing to, uh, I guess it would be curi- or interesting to find out how old Grandma is, because in like a previous episode when they're doing the Minerva bit that never paid off, um, yeah. Yeah. They, they talk about how like, okay, well, at least in the year 2015, like everything was still normal and there isn't any mention of like the demons or anything. And so oh, maybe like, she's from those times. Yeah. So that's my, that's my guess because we are assuming that it's the year like 45. Yep. And so like how because if mom is oh let's do some math she's 31 yeah Yeah. so she was born (laughs) the year before the year before that the demons took over or something oh yeah Mm. crone crone was born after the demons took over yeah so but either way isabella and crone never like really lived on a planet but grandma did but grandma grandma did did. that's a great point oh that's Mm. i didn't think of that at all so if you reach a certain age threshold brain pays off for yeah that was it's a very good point. So yeah, Grandma may have lived on Earth when Earth, humans controlled Earth before the demons came. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm. and she may have somehow proved herself worthy at some point in time to the demons in order for her to become a mother. Or maybe it was like she's never been in the situation to where like like Crone and Isabella had. So th- maybe it's one of those things where it's it's like she doesn't necessarily understand and therefore everyone's her pawn kind of. Right. She probably did not grow up on a farm, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, even though we know that moms grew up on a farm, she's old enough. I let that was revealed last week. I did not think to do the math on that. Mm-hmm. That's, a great, that's, a good, that's a great point. Yeah, I did not think of that at all. Like, that's probably the reason we learned Isabella's 31 because my reading reaction to Isabella being 31 was, oh, I didn't think she was 31. I thought she was older than that. But, well, she's um, probably... Those, Grandma might be the final boss of the whole series. She might be the main villain even after the demons. Right. So how did she? So maybe Grandma is the original mom. Maybe the demons selected her when they came to Earth to be the original mom, and so she is one of the high-ranking humans on the 
Teferi, Teferi, I don't even know what it is yet. They've mentioned it again this episode, but I see yeah. some sort of council, but yeah, it's not uh, not really clear. Also, last episode, Crone uh, mentioned uh, him again, and we still do not know who him is. Yeah, I yep. still think it's Min- Lily Minerva. That's who I always assumed. So you guys might be uh, able to think him is probably a demon. Interestingly, <laughs> Dylan, I did a little research after last week, and I read that in the manga, when they said him, it was it wasn't it was non-gendered. That's the important thing. Yeah, the manga. Oh, like a Japanese word uh-huh. for non-gendered. That's yeah, um, interesting. Yeah. It, it was like it was like it, it was weird. They referenced him non-gendered, and like the actual word that is Crone says is like blacked out in the manga. Oh, that's cool. Uh-huh. Yeah, you can't really do that. You'd have to like bleep like in the audio. Yeah, they like, yeah. bleeped it out in the manga, but that's I guess cool. they decided that was wouldn't work in the show yeah, yeah. i could see that i could see that position. yeah it's very yeah japan has like gender neutral words yeah. why we can have like very like guys characters who we don't know who gender is and they get away with it like in um what was the one that one character um, okay okay i forget yeah. it. i can't think of the yeah, show i but... mean we have we have they uh they them right that, that, <laughs> yeah. that is uh That's trying to get us accepted here but um yeah it's uh okay that, this is interesting so we'll hopefully i want more on him soon then, yeah. or whoever yes yeah. um okay <laughs> well, so then maybe we will get more of him because I guess Norman's being shipped out right, to right. him. Yeah. So, well, okay, we'll go get back to it in a second. Okay, okay. so demons. Yeah. The, the let's go through the flashbacks. So this giant demons attacking Crow, and uh, with the flashbacks, we see her with the kid, her with the doll as a kid getting the doll. Yep. We see her mm-hmm. when I assume when she turns twelve, going to see the demons for the first time, and she's uh, revealed, and then she's given her choice, and she's wearing a baller top hat, by the way. And um, uh, her whole <laughs> outfit was great. <laughs> that outfit was incredible. <laughs> why did why is she dress like that? She's not like. <laughs> A cummerbund and everything, like and a bow tie. That's so. Did Grandma decide this outfit? Did Grandma buy her this outfit? I think Crone was just hobby was fashion when she was. uh, She looks so innocent. Uh, It was good. Yeah, in a way, she uh, she looks like looks like Jessica from Craig of the Creek. Uh, she, she, she's, I don't know. I admit that the innocence. screen cap. But. I'm just talking about how just her pure yeah. innocence. Yeah, she, she, she looks, uh, yeah. It, it, yeah, she does have like this red bow tie. Okay, it's it's pretty good. It's like a vest on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, she's, okay, so we see that she sees the demons. Uh, then we see her getting the surgery that we mentioned last week uh, for the mm-hmm. thing inserted in her chest. And then we see her with yep. the scar. And then I think the rest of it is just at mom school, basically. Yep. Um, where they learn karate that's yeah. cool yeah they learned karate <laughs> that was great well, you and cross stitching it's like this school was made for me i'm just saying <laughs> so you want to go to mom school april that's what you're i saying. do well look i'm already ahead of the game because i already like kind of know how to cross stitch and i'm sure i could pick up on the martial arts training so the, really the only thing i'm lacking is the smarts but that's you know what? If Crone was born like no, you got it. It's a couple of years from now, I got this. Like, so April, well, April, what you're saying is when the demons come next year, you're 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 willing to be the grandma here. You want to be yeah. the, the okay? Oh my god! Wow! But I don't think you need April to. will sell us all out that quickly. I, wow! I yeah, welcome know. everybody. <laughs> we inevitably do promise Neverland D and D. I'll remember to put April in as the villain. Yeah, that's yeah. I'm yeah. so excited. It would be good. It would be good. Okay. Uh, but I don't see... know why you need martial arts training though. Yeah. handle kids you know so you, you don't need karate you children just break their legs so you yeah, can break yeah, you emma's just, leg yeah well, i was exactly. gonna say you just wring their necks but that works too uh, you don't want to kill to... the children because you still need to ship them <laughs> out need, okay yeah. okay you yeah we'll get we'll get to that she, does, she says that she says that yeah um she's uh we we see her she sees something we mentioned this ambiguous scene with the pen being dropped and then she retrieves this pen off of the ground um also during this it's a giant demon attacking her and then a grandma is with a a different demon watching them so yeah. there's two yeah oh she was i guess i didn't re- realize like that. one shot of this bodyguard yeah. demon i saw her i saw grandma watching the demon but i guess i just thought it was the same demon that was attacking her but i guess it's it in the sense. background so it you know it was be, male or female yeah, demon right. I'm female, female demon. demon. I don't. Oh, oh, I don't know. Hopefully, we have some female demons and higher ups. De- demons. All demons have no gender, Steve. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. What it seems they're like genderless. Me. Yeah, I mean, they did talk with male voices before. That these demons do not talk. Maybe, um, but whatever male presenting voices. Yeah. yeah, they're all they're all bleeped out. That's what they are. <laughs> That, oh yeah, that, yeah. What yeah. if they bleeped out the monkey? Yeah. Um. Okay. So what is what what is this pen and what did she see that uh, she retrieved this pen? Like uh, this is. I, I don't. What could a pen be? I've seen people like. Does the pen break the tracking devices in the ear? Um, maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Oh. Like, do, do they have pens? Like, I think part of it was that like 
they wasn't when when Isabel writes stuff, doesn't she use like a quill? Like it might just yeah. be like it's tech that they don't have in, in <laughs> tech. Or yeah, maybe maybe yeah. it's one of those uh, um because oh, I'm trying to think of this in like a way where because you see Crone and she's like writing, but whenever in like in the classroom setting, but whenever we had seen Emma and Ray and Norman in the classroom setting, everything was very like digitized. Yeah. So I wonder if maybe like the pen is like a relic of the past kind of thing. And so she's just held on to it for all this time. Maybe, but, maybe it depends. A laser pen is like, is it a weapon you can use? And you <laughs> the right, laser pen. The eye. It, it has to be something a, more than a pen. A it has to have an, a, a significance <laughs> to it. She, she's picking up, she's carrying this pen the whole time. It has to have some secrets on it. She's some giving some PowerPoint presentations. It's, with it's the laser a decoder pen. pen. <laughs> this, is, this is a decoder pen, Dylan. It, right, it's, oh. it's, it's yeah, no, it's it's, it's something important. Uh, the best theory I've seen is breaking the tracking devices. I don't know why it has to be a pen to do that, but um, it's not yeah. actually a pen. Maybe it just looks like a pen. I mean, that's what that's it what had, that's it what had a carbon fiber outside, meaning whatever's on the inside of there, they really want to protect it because yeah, it I'm be, pretty yeah. sure they're guilty, they're not doing it for fashion. It could be hiding a flat thumb drive or something in it um, that has some information. I don't know. But that's the pen. I want answers on the pen here. Um, is she still holding it, or did when? No, she left it in the drawer. Well, we okay. don't know that for sure. We saw a letter in the box, and we assume she left the pen in there. Oh, they, they're the, the pens in there. I promise. Oh, okay, okay. I just want to make sure you're saying that you think it's there. <laughs> no, they show the pen in the drawer. This was last episode. Oh, this is this episode. This episode? Okay, I'll go back and look for that. I, I'm, um, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, April. I'm not attacking you. So, <laughs> I don't you, feel attacked. April, oh, April has announced herself as the villain here, Andy, so I don't think it's unwarranted. Okay. <laughs> you, better make, you better make nice. She's going to be our future. Yeah, you should you start sucking up to her. She's grandma, okay? <laughs> I'm grandma. <laughs> for nice, she'll let us live. I don't know. I don't think... Uh, uh, we're not under 12 i don't think we have a chance here <laughs> but yeah. uh, look man my... i've got some strings i can pull yeah, maybe we can be on the demon council um, <laughs> the teferi i don't know um okay let this okay then she's uh she's stabbed by the flower flat call back to that first episode flower and the flower blooms red with her blood uh, i think yeah that's part of the episode really the flower thing because i was just I, the show preps you for the demon to be like chomping her up like eating yeah. actually yeah especially with the kids eating their food like it's like this is what's happening gonna happen to crone like all the kids are eating their food like eating sausages and then it just stabs her with a flower and it's just it's kind of a, sub- a subversion like not really but kind of a sub- subversion and it's really really scary i think it's a subversion for sure where this this jo- this d- demon is scaled like it's huge yeah, and it's, it's like so really big we're, you're just gonna slight lightly stab her with the flower like uh wow it's crazy I didn't like. I didn't think we said the flower is the first episode. The flower growing out of Connie. I did not think that it was. The, it was the murder weapon. I didn't think oh. that that's that, that's how it worked. I thought it was just like a presentation piece. They were like, <laughs> <laughs> it's a flourish, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I like, thought it was your like meal some. Is prepared. I've put this flower it's in. It. We we thought it was, our best guess was it was some preservation device for the yeah. body or something. Mm-hmm. But well, uh, apparently. Well, put her in the tube to preserve and they put her. in the tube too though yeah so we still don't really know what it is we know it kills her but why with the flower why does it need a killer with the flower there must be some reason maybe they just want to suck out all the blood the blood makes it really not taste good yeah maybe mm-hmm. it sucks the blood out that's true she does oh she does look very pale uh, when yeah here on the ground yeah maybe it literally mm-hmm. sucks all the blood out of her they just want to drink the blood. Uh, I don't know. From maybe the flower? The oh, flower. Yeah, maybe the flower goes is, is presented to him. Yeah, maybe it's the flower, not the body that they want. Um, I don't, I don't know. Okay. okay, so yeah. we'll, we'll track the flowers uh, down. I assume <laughs> we'll, someone we'll else will be dying. I assume someone else is dying, so we'll see a flower again. <laughs> but uh, we'll see. Um, okay, second half of this episode is... Uh, by the way, yeah, so Rip to, to Sister Crow, and I thought she was a uh, standout of the last few episodes. Um, this is one of her best episodes, if not her, her best episode, and it's a, a pretty good finale for mm-hmm. her, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. R.I.P. She's kind of the expected person to die first, so... Um, I don't know. I, really? I mean, out of everyone, out of the major characters that could have died, she's the one that comes in later. Like, it's always the character that's not there from the beginning. And it's yeah. like the auxiliary villain, but not the real, like... Um, of course, if it was a horror movie, of course she's also the first one to go because she's the African-American one, too. Right, you know, plays into that type of trope. Um, not great to have the person of color. Yeah, person of color. If they first. really wanted to go for the horror factor, then what they would have had is Isabella, Isabella stab Emma with the flower right there in the open. 
in the open. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, I thought I thought she killed Emma first. Yeah, no, no, I no. did too. I, 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 yeah. screamed. I thought Emma was dead for like a few seconds. She like snapped her like neck or back or something. That's yeah. what I, oh, I thought. Uh, okay, well, so let's get to that. So the rest of the episode, they're implementing this plan for Ray to distract Isabella while Emma and Norman are investigating the wall. Um, we have the scene with Ray and Isabella where Isabella, she's like, she's, we start to see her being menacing. She's like, I eliminated Crone. And she's like bragging to Ray. <laughs> like, uh, or trying to like, uh, trying to like uh, make him freaked out. Yeah. And uh, she, the deal is off with Ray. Um, and she knew he was a traitor. Yep. And uh, she says she'll control uh, everyone from just herself from from here on out um and she locks him in the room so already it's like wow okay isabella we didn't know we thought she was being tricked by ray we thought she um you know we we thought she didn't know about what they're doing now nope she's uh she seems like she has this all under control she uh, killed crone uh taken ray out of the equation um and uh going to deal with the rest of them yep yep yeah, but here comes Don breaking breaking Ray oh, out. Also, doesn't is it is this point that Isabel says five people like she knows that there's five. Uh, of them? That's later on. Yeah. No, okay, that's sorry. later. Sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's also really interesting that whenever like Isabella reveals that, or I guess reveals, but she's like, I'm like I didn't need her anymore. I'm eliminating you, and she's having the whole conversation. At the end of it, she's like, I'm sorry, Ray. Like, please forgive me. Like, what? Like, why are you asking for forgiveness? You just ruined this kid's life. Like, <laughs> and then it's, she it's says a- goodbye to him, which is even more weird. Like, just, I think it's just her how warped she is. It's the presentation of her is very interesting. She, again, she she she, she seems she seems to think it's important that she tells the kids that she does love them at the end, and she's yeah, trying to be yeah. have some semblance of politeness to Ray in the scene. It it's it continues her very interesting portrayal of contradictions. Like uh, still yeah. still a lot of contradictions I, with this character. I think in her mind she doesn't think she's the bad guy. Well, maybe we have some if, context. Maybe if, like we know she was. She did grow up on, presumably, because we knew Crone grow, grew up on a farm. Um, so she went through that. She was uh, went through all the school like Crone did. She might have been the one escaping with Grandma in the flashback that we saw earlier. Like uh, there's, you know, if, to get where she is, it's certainly it's not like uh, it's excusing what she's doing, but the, she went through a lot here. This is uh, this is very abnormal circumstances that would might. Contort someone to be this way. I was gonna say, if they can make me feel sympathetic for Crone after being horrified by her this entire season, then surely, like something similar, something also horrifying has happened to Isabella to make her the way she is now. Mm. Yeah, I think there's some also some more trauma we haven't even seen yet. Well, the fact though that Grandma called her a pawn, it does at least give me some superior vibe that she's a pawn to somebody. So. Yeah, it's like uh, we, you know, we know that uh, that it's a good point that Isabella is not like uh, the end all be all here. And in fact, what? How is she? The only reason she's benefiting, I feel like, by producing all this product is just staying alive. Like Grandma's really the one that gets to live um, in some semblance of normalcy. Um, maybe among the demons, who knows? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's she's. It's not like things are great for her either. She's can't even leave the farm. She's the thing in her too, and she's just. Uh, this is just the life that she can live. <gasps> yeah. What if? Uh... Like, Isabella is actually the daughter to Grandma. Like, the actual daughter. Like, her actual daughter. Mm. Yeah, well, she could have had a kid, I guess, depending on how old she is, before the demons did come. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, she said, whoop, she was born one year before the demons came. Oh, it's all coming together. Grandma does, does, like, seem similar to Isabella, like, in terms of hairstyle, in terms of the way she thinks. Mm. They seem to be on the same page. I I like this theory. The numbers check out on this theory. The numbers check out, and the other thing, too, is, like, why else would Grandma just let, I say, let Crone, or not Crone, but let Isabella get away with all of this, unless, like, she, I mean, I guess, like, it's her her numbers check out for themselves, but at the same time, like, why would she just let Isabella essentially do whatever she wants with the kids? You know, like, I guess- get them special treat. Like, if I was grandma and someone was like, hey, um, I need a camera, I'd be like, that's cool. No, I'm shipping you out. Bye. Like, <laughs> let's go find your replacement. <laughs> yeah, it's I, I, I like this theory. I think the show would do this. Um, I think uh, it, it explains why we said the ages before, why we're have the year in the title. I don't know, like, and why uh, Grandma connected to my. I, I think I think I could see this. I could see this. You think also maybe Isabella was 
a spy for grandma when she was a mom. I guess she would be. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. When his, uh, if but, yeah. I mean, if Isabel grew up on a farm, it would be pretty soon. It would be the first, mm-hmm. the first maybe she was on the first farm too, like right after the demons. Cause she was born right then. Um, after they took over. Interesting. That's how okay. grandma got promoted. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, they they conspired for um she control she is Isabella helped grandma out while uh yeah, to get to get grandma promoted and Isabella lived and wow. Uh, it's it was a, like a big conspiracy. conspiracy. <laughs> Maybe Isabella and Grandma are the good guys and they're slowly taking down the demons from within the system. Mm. By poisoning them? What? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Uh-huh. We don't we know nothing. Okay, so then Isabella goes to confront Emma and Norman. Um and she says it's the first time in ten years I'm talking to you without acting. <laughs> whoa yeah. drama this is so dramatic <laughs> very very dramatic i uh, love you children yeah, i, I she, truly adore yeah, and then she, she says like what? hi emma hi norman right she, yeah she introduces herself like i hi. love i loved that yeah she's felt the need to say i introduced herself again it's so good um she wants them to stop resisting and be happy until they die basically is her argument there's despair outside the house um and she wants the five of you to be happy so she does know about Don and Gilda as well. Gilda. So really, she knew well, everything the entire time. We haven't heard. No, we haven't heard English voice. I have a feeling though, she, in my head, she, she sounds like she, she has to be British. Like <laughs> I could see her being British in the yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So Andy, what do you think of her knowing there's five of them? Uh, I think this was like not not surprising, but it was shocking. Like this episode just wants us to know that Isabella is incredibly good at what she does and it's very successful at that and it doesn't surprise me that she knows that there's five of them involved but it is really scary because essentially we've seen her do nothing for seven episodes and then all of a sudden she's just completely in control apparently after doing almost nothing she breaks one leg because they try to physically assault her and that is it like there's nothing else that she does it's very scary and very I, I am scared for what's going to happen in the future because of this. Yeah, we spent a lot of time like uh, within the show being like, does what does mom know? How many does she yeah. know about? Like two, three, mm-hmm. and then so that like that's all in service of the subversion. I think um, mm-hmm. there, like yeah. she knows she knows it's five all after all, and I think it I think it checks out. I think she could have known there's five the whole time. Yeah. Um, it'd be nice to get some more insight on what she was doing this whole time that we were downplaying her, but uh, no, I I loved I, that we didn't though. I like we it, could get some we it, get some flashbacks maybe you know after the fact. Mm, I feel yeah, like. but I think just like all of this just paid off so well with Isabella. Like, and that's something that like throughout this show, I I loved how downplayed it was, and I was happy that we weren't really getting to know what was going on with her. And then for like this, it's it's almost like a huge reveal, and I I it it I loved it. It was mm. great. I couldn't have asked for it to, like, I'm glad that, like, we sort of, like, put her on the back burner and let Crone be crazy so that we could get, like, this truly insane version of Isabella. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think that, I think, in retrospect, the the main purpose of Crone narratively, the reason you introduce another character is so that you can do this with Isabella. Like, Mm -hmm. I think Crone's entire character is just in service of this reveal. Oh, yeah, Uh, for sure. I 100%. Like, Crone's the distraction. Agree with that. She was a distraction. Yeah. 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 (laughs) We don't need the distraction anymore, so we'll kill her off. And then, yeah. still four episodes left. After oh my god! Whoa. Yeah, so wow. this is, it's not like this is some second to last episode reveal. We still have some time to Whoa. play with this. There's yeah. that, that doesn't seem possible. Like this feels like this should be the finale now. Every yeah, this episode, could have been the finale of the episode before the finale. No, every episode feels like it should be the finale. Like, Hopefully, I hope that's what we get from here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Isabel breaks Emma's leg. At first, I was like, "Oh, it's her ankle." It feels like, it's somehow more menacing when it's like her upper lower leg, like it's like yeah. right below her knee. Yeah. Like uh, that's pretty rough. How do you break? He that? is like, the worst. <laughs> how, like, did she, yeah, Dylan, how did she do that? The boat is not like that's how did yeah is it tibia or something right? Fibula. Like how did how does how does this? <laughs> well, the way that it looks broken too is just super crazy. Like. Like if if you told me she broke the kneecap, like that seems more likely than what she actually did. Yeah, she has a medical degree or something. Like you gotta have to do something. She was to... learning at mom's school. Yeah, she also, tool? I, I don't yeah. know why, but it 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 killed me whenever she just pulled out their wrapping bandage. I was like, she knew she was going to hurt someone. She like... knew. Yeah, she had, she had, before she apologized to Ray about what she was yeah. about to do too. So well, she, I thought it was, was just gonna out. be like her, like I'm ruining your plan. Sorry. Yeah, like but no, it was uh, no break Emma's it, leg. And then the part where she like 
said she was happy for hugging Emma. Like, that was... Yeah, you haven't hugged me in such a long time. I was so happy. Like, oh, so happy you decided to break someone's leg. Like, I've never been that happy before in my life. So the reason she... So she says this is to protect them no matter what, and she had to because the... Like she's this is basically my interpretation of what she's talking about here is they're like high quality product. She had to preserve the product. Um and that's why she's like breaking one part of her body while not uh you know, it's like she can't kill them, but she can't let them leave because uh the, 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 <laughs> this this high quality product. So this is her solution. And um she also emphasizes Emma can't move for a while now, and at the end she says Norman's shipment date has been set tomorrow is well okay i was really this is very ambiguous because at first i was like oh it's tomorrow then i rewatched i'm like is it not tomorrow the shipment i think well i think it's it's ahead of schedule ahead of what she said it would originally they don't say the shipment date is tomorrow they say get ready for tomorrow line break norman shipment date has been set right so the implication is that it's tomorrow but the only reason why i so upon my first watch i only so here's my other thing is emma being shipped too because when uh what is it when Isabella is talking to Emma, she says, you can now welcome tomorrow safely. Oh, and she's like, and congratulations, Emma. And then she's like, oh, and like, congratulations to you too, Norman. Your ship date's been set. And so I like it at first watch, it seemed like just Norman was like being shipped out. But now it seems like Emma and Norman are both going. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so because I she do says think congratulations yeah. to Emma. It's it's very sometimes the show is um phrases things in ways in order to be dramatic and it's a little bit frustrating. Um I believe that it is just Norman being shipped. Here's my interpretation of Isabella's actions and what she was saying. Um sh- her breaking Emma's leg is in service of preventing them from leaving basically. Like they cannot na- escape now. Is Emma cannot move um because she says that Emma can't move for a while. They cannot escape before Norman's shipment date tomorrow. And this is kind of checkmate uh, in breaking Emma's leg because Isabella apparently knows everything. She must know that Norman's sole motivation is Emma and Norman is not going to leave without Emma. And yep. so by breaking Emma's leg, she's tying Norman back there too and Norman's the one being shipped out so Norman cannot leave before tomorrow as well. Um, so I think that's why she's emphasizing you, you can safely welcome tomorrow. You will not be leaving before Norman will be shipped out tomorrow. That's, she's, that's also, my read. she's also going after their strengths, taking out their strength. Like Emma is like, and she, Emma's physical. the most physically. Yeah. So yeah. She took her she's strength the fastest and, one. Yeah. You're going to get rid of the brains. Norman's the brings. She's going to get rid of the brains too. And, 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 yeah. and, and Ray's whole thing was being the traitor. And she took that away. Like she literally yeah. picked yeah. apart every Dis- single dismantled party. their their group yeah yeah it's um, terrifying and do you do you think you, you do think it's tomorrow that they're, they're i think going? it's tomorrow but now that you've laid it out i see that there is some which what she said it's, was get you're welcome yeah. tomorrow emma norman shipment date has been set right so i do think i, I think it's tomorrow but uh I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna act on if as if it is tomorrow that's what i'm, I'm gonna, gonna act as if it's tomorrow too but because she also made it seem and again nothing is like confirmed but she also made it seem like even with all of your planning, the the ship date has been moved up because we like I understand whenever she told Ray like, oh, the ship dates later. I think that was a lie. And so and originally the plan was that the next ship date was in December. So like if you really want to dismantle like Norman and his like quick thinking and everything like that, like not only do you take away like the fact that he's solely motivated by Emma, but you also take away like, I guess the the ability for him to plan things out. And you and she took away his queen and his rook essentially by taking out Ray and Emma. Yep. Emma physically and Ray being the traitor. Like but she took away every one of his tools this at, does, at one moment. This, this does open the door for Don and Gil to do big time heroes in this. Maybe right, Don and Don are kind of the only them. ones that can do stuff now. That's yeah. true. She seems to be under. If if there's any weakness right. to the, this plan, she's not real. From what we've seen, she's not accounting for Don yeah. and Gilda despite knowing about them. That is true. Yeah. I feel like they have. They're going to play a major role because she did not do anything to dismantle their ability to do anything here. But maybe, maybe she did by by taking out Emma, Norman, and Ray. She like demoralized them. Essentially. Yeah, she demoralized them. Well, not even that, but I think she understands enough of their character to know that they're definitely not leaders in the way that Emma, Ray, and Norman are. And so she took away, like, the leader of the pack, the leaders of the pact. And so now it's just sheep, like, but wandering she, in the but field. But I think she's underestimating them, though, because I think what we've seen in the show shows that Gilda and Don are completely capable of doing stuff without the three telling them to. 
Like, like Gilda was able we, to. We act. saw them go to the room, right? Yeah, and we saw yeah, Gilda yeah. act in front of Crone with. And we saw Gilda. her act. That's true. Yeah, like mm-hmm. we 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 and we saw that whole part with Don like crying and stuff. That that like they are completely willing to do stuff, and I think they will. So yeah, I think I think in in Isabel's mind, the three with the perfect scores are the threats. Yeah. Um. So mm-hmm. that that kind of makes sense. But um, before April brought up a good point, but um, now that we know that Isabella knew that Ray was the traitor, I do think we can assume that those scenes with her just talking to Ray, she was lying to him. I, yeah. I agree with oh, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's that's a good point. Um, so that's interesting. So we have to reevaluate all the Isabella stuff or stuff we learned before. Like maybe the shipment date was in place the entire time. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. We, well, we knew in the first episode it was a certain three months, but then it could have been moved at any point and we wouldn't have known, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so Norman shipping out uh, tomorrow. <laughs> um, I uh, Norman has been on my death, death watch for a while now because uh, he's the least expected to die in terms of he's the like male lead of the show um, that's typically you kill the non uh white males first uh so he would it would be a subversion to kill him uh first the uh, most obvious regard. one would be don right don yeah you could tell don would be more obvious than norman yeah. too um he's That's... the he's like the composed smart one main character type um he said he would set threat sacrifice himself for emma Mm-hmm. Um, now it's a little obvious though because he has a ship date. So like, now I'm like, is it too obvious that Norman would no? No, like, well, we we speculated earlier that if if it like push came to shove, Norman would probably like go ahead of Emma. Like he would volunteer, like volunteer to do that. And so it's almost like I don't know. Like I want to be super shocked. I'm shocked that like his ship dates now, na- like now essentially. But I'm also not entirely shocked that we're going to get rid of Norman first out of the, the main three. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, Ray would be the expected one to kill. And uh, Emma's would be really, really shocking. And that's a finale death, if anything. Um, mm. So if if, yeah. I could, if anyone's dying next episode, I feel like it's Norman. Ray could still die, though, because we've done we've exhausted the traitor plot line at this point. So we've, we've used mm. the narrative he serves, he, Yeah, he serves no purpose anymore, except unless he's going to fulfill the new Norman role. Like, right. He, he yeah. could be new Norman. I, I could see that. But <laughs> I, regard, I think the biggest thing is that thing th- it's happening now dot gif right it's happening it's like things like there's two main things that um norman ship date is tomorrow next episode will be tomorrow um and uh second thing is that the veil has been lifted isabella there's no more game there's no more cat and mouse game with isabella anymore she revealed herself um like the re- the first eight episodes of the show were this cat and mouse game with isabella and now we're past that mm-hmm. and i'm very excited now like i on like bef- the, the past few weeks i've been like like i've been hype for promise but not like that like it's you know there's nothing that's like huge huge too huge that was happening but now it feels like we're in end game like this yeah. is like yeah. that re- things are really happening and you know i i'm doubt where steve I, how, where are we in the manga relative to where it is now 50 percent we're not that far like less oh, than 50 percent. oh no the manga this first arc this arc is gonna probably go up to chapter 37 we've just passed chapter 100 we're like early 100 so how, and how, how many chapters are there right now oh okay yeah. i'm gonna go check i think 102 okay. perhaps we just we just chat we just passed 100 cha- chapter 100. Well, no 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 are well, you asking Dylan, are you asking where the anime is in the manga yeah, where are we right yeah. now? Oh, this week, oh, oh, this 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 week, uh, chapters one twenty five. But okay. where? No, 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 oh, no. But like, know, where's the, the the anime in relation to the manga? Okay, okay. I'll, let me check. Let me check on that. Seems, um, yeah, I, 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 I we seems to say we covered a lot of territory. Here, well, so you guys had me in here last minute too, so I didn't time to prepare. No so, <laughs> all right, uh, we'll we'll see that. But yeah, my yeah, we'll point being, um, it's possible saw. this isn't really end game. It's just like we're moving to a new arc. But in terms of the anime, it feels like it, this is the end. This feels what? like, like like I said, no, it feels like they've they've changed things for this media, and so like. I think they may have adapted it so that there is just a bunch like this. This works as a long culmination for instead of being like maybe more drawn out in the manga instead. I I hope it's not that we just end at a point in the manga. This is not the type of show that like we recently were uh, very into Bloom into You and Bloom into You kind of just stopped when it, I, it got to like it got to like it stopped at this uh, date chapter and it was like that was a good a good wrap up point a, to to stop it. But it's not like it was like end of a huge arc that we were building towards. But Bloom into You was not this plot heavy show like this is like this show needs to like actually culminate in 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 a big ending here. It can't just stop when we exhaust the manga that we're going to get to this season. I, I think okay. We- okay, we're on um, 
this episode ends in the middle of chapter twenty five, and oh, this so we have arc, plenty to go. Yeah, and this okay. arc, this arc wow. ends in chapter thirty seven. This season, so we have ten more, eleven more. Well, how, how do you know? How do you? How do we know that it's ending in chapter thirty? I think they, they, they said they're adapting the first arc when yeah. when they were so, built yeah. this season. Okay. So we're getting a second season. There we could don't be, like, know. Maybe. seasons we don't know. two and three yeah. and four based on where the manga is. Uh, yeah. Wow. Unless, we're like, a third unless... big arc in the um, manga right now. This is the first big arc. Okay. okay. Unless maybe, I mean, I'm just speculating, but, like, if we do see more seasons of the show, it's probably not going to follow the same characters, is my best guess. Right. So, like so more... the, the, fact that, the fact that we're on arc one, we're only doing arc one of arc three, that the, that the first thing is like, okay, they're not going to kill off the main. Like, but it could be like a Walking Dead situation yeah. where we're yeah. just rotating characters out. So I, I could see that. But like um, we finish up at this plant and then we move into the next chapter of whatever this story right, could the be a culmination yeah. of this story is going to be. So I whether that, that maybe like this that. rebellion flames out, but it sparks a different one in a different mm-hmm. plant or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, I would really like that, honestly. Even if I would really hate to see them all die, that'd be really cool. Or even if it's like one of those situations where one of our main characters like lives, yeah. and then when we get to the next arc, it's maybe like years in the future or something like that. And we're and just, just, just a lot of people speculate, speculate when this came out that this was just a prologue to something else. So you're not, you're not far off April, like in terms of what people thought of when the, when these chapters were released originally, it, this does feel like a prologue. That is a good way to put <laughs> yeah. it. It's, it doesn't yeah, like it feels it feels like this story is going to be very contained within itself and then just play part of a bigger picture. Yeah. I, know, I, I, remember, yeah, I remember similar attack on Titan was very similar. Like it, it seemed like Levi was introduced very late. So I, I'm just yeah. really, I'm just really worried about like what the show's gonna be after the farm because the farm seems so central to this story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm 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 a little skeptical of I don't know. Well, we'll see. I'm yeah. <laughs> skeptical of some of these ideas, but I, I also uh, of note since we had mentioned the Truman Show theory, I think we're more into the Truman Show than ever because Crown yes. never left the farms. I think yeah. we're Truman. Basically, t- t- we're Truman showing to a certain extent. I I, uh, I, I, if I mentioned Truman Show for you, Dylan, last week or not? Good, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. We need to say it every. But yeah, yeah. I mean, like. Uh, there, there's some outside demon area to these contained farms and yeah. some scorched earth. Mm-hmm. That's what it feels like. Um, so we could venture into the scorched earth in the second. Like it could be that this that we leave the farm here. Then it's it's some combination of our main characters and they're out in the demon world. And that's the next arc. And then maybe arc three is like dismantling the demon system. Mm-hmm. Like you could keep it in terms of a linear story. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's like locked in that it's some uh, alternate thing. Oh, yeah. Um, no. Hey, anyway, that was all. We're bringing outside information here, and maybe that influences some views. But I think the the conclusion is we, it doesn't really help us know what's happening to these main characters because it could really be anything. Mm-hmm. It really what's be. happening. In. Yeah. So we will see. Uh, that's very exciting, though, that we've only exhausted a, very, a small chunk of the manga. Of course, well, anime is very like promising. Well, chapter one twenty. Really, really, April, April, April. Well, promising. <laughs> well, chapter one twenty five is You're coming welcome. out this weekend, so we're like. 100 chapters behind. 100 so. chapters behind. That's 100 okay. chapters. Hope, hopefully more seasons here. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think April made that pun on purpose. I don't think so either, Dylan, but I'm I still upset about Okay. Prom- <laughs> have we not made promised puns? Yeah, that's true. Okay, there you go. That's that's it for this episode. Uh, Andy, final thoughts. Oh, I had final Can you come back to me? I had something. April, final thoughts. Um. Yeah. Next four episodes. I'm ready. Like, I'm hyped. Oh, R.I.P. Crone. Um, R.I.P. Emma's knee. Uh, <laughs> as Isabella, you're beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> okay, Steve. Final thoughts. Oh, awesome. Oh, goodbye, Crone. It's been a fun ride. I'm ready, ready to see more of what Isabella has in store, and also ready for Don to step up as the hero and Grandma to be our main, like our final boss in the final season. Um, I think I think Phil is going to step as the hero, okay. Steve. I would oh. say Phil. Phil is prime oh, hero candidate. Next season is about Phil. Oh, Phil is the main character. Oh my god. Oh, oh my god. Oh, Andy's nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> Phil is it the wouldn't be unless you character. did this to me, Steve. <laughs> Maybe that's why Steve is obsessed with Phil. <gasps> oh my gosh, it's on wow. the Yeah, Steve. Just Steve knew Phil was the main character. If, of if Steve ends up being a real character, I'll be even more upset with Steve. <laughs> I mean, if Phil ends up being a real yeah. character. What, Steve, is, uh, Steve is secretly a character as well. Yeah, whatever. Um, Andy, final thoughts. I think I don't need any final thoughts. I okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Phil, Phil, final thoughts. That's good. Um, yeah, very fun episode here. Um, 
I, I think overall I'd rank it number three behind the, the, the two standouts I said before, but still it's very, uh, very hype more than anything heading into the, the last four weeks of the oh, season here. So oh, wait, wait, if we're doing D and D, I guess I gotta be, if I ever do D and D, I gotta yeah, be, you'll Phil. be Phil. Yeah, you'll be Phil. Okay. <laughs> you'll be Phil. April's the villain. Jokes on you guys. I'm Phil as the villain. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> All right. Wow. Twist. Phil. Wow. Is a, wait, we knew Phil was a demon in disguise. We speculated that. April's okay. practicing your evil, evil laugh. I know. Wow, that was good. That was a pretty good evil. Okay, yeah. so uh, that, that we'll be back for episode nine at overlyanimated.com, overlyanimated.com slash iTunes, and youtube.com slash overlyanimated. Tell us what you thought of this episode in the comments. No spoilers um, at the website and at YouTube. And you can talk about it with us on our Discord at overlyanimated.com slash Discord in our anime channel. Use the uh, spoiler tags, I guess, if you're going to get into specifics here and um, support us via Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thanks to our current patrons, especially our patrons of the podcast, Michael, a.k.a. Mickey, and thanks as well to our patron executive producers, John and Steve, Alex, and Q. Um, check out other stuff at overlyanimated.com, including continued Genlock coverage. Um, we have a Ruby D&D podcast tomorrow. That's where we're talking about D&D a bunch. And uh, She-Ra. Uh, She-Ra the, rocks. Yeah, there's a She-Ra podcast. That's basically it. Uh, find all that at overlyanimated.com. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.